Pod Boys WrestleMania edition coming at you from the Barclays Center in New York City, getting ready for the main event. I'm the animal Matista Van Rossum. My name is Charles Rodman. I go by Ben Sheet sometimes. I'm out of my element. I'm uh, Cleveland Mosier. And joining us this week, all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> Quinn Vood! Longtime listeners of the show may remember Quinn from our episode on uh, Piranha 3D from about this time last year. This movie is definitely not Piranha 3D. It's not Piranha 3D, but Quinn flew all the way from Milwaukee to join us in... Uh, Durham, North Carolina for WrestleMania weekend. Y'all gotta respect Just that to hustle. watch pro wrestlers versus yeah, just, just to watch pro wrestlers versus zombies. Uh, for those who maybe don't know, we all share a love of wrestling. Some more than others. Some more than others. Quinn is uh is our the eldest <laughs> our eldest wrestling friend, the the boy who's been watching that shit for the longest, and Cleveland is is our our little wrestling baby, sweet baby boy. That's me. So yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend. We're getting ready for the excitement and the pizzazz, and so we decided that fuck it. Let's watch a wrestling-related horror movie. We this is the only one that we could find. We didn't have one, <laughs> one of three. We didn't have many to choose from. We had some some choices of horror films that wrestlers have been in, like uh, Mayor Kane and See No Evil and See No Evil 2. If you count, they live, I guess. Yeah, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and the Who John also starred in this movie. Yeah, but this is the only, like, kayfabe wrestling movie <laughs> um it is pro wrestlers versus zombies we, we had, watched it we had have you ever special. imagined what a porno would be like if they replaced all the porn scenes with wrestling that's what it was there were still some porn scenes though <laughs> and then it was all directed by neil breen <laughs> yeah this this movie was uh rough uh, quote unquote written and directed by auteur uh, Cody Knotts. I, I say quote unquote written and directed because I don't know if you can really say that there was any writing done in this movie or really any directing. This is like the room of wrestling movies. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's also the Citizen Kane of wrestling movies, considering how many wrestling movies there actually have been. Yeah, not, <laughs> not very many. Fuck, where do we begin with pro wrestlers versus zombies? Um, well, obviously the with the quote that starts the oh, movie. Oh, the quote at the beginning of the movie, there's a quote, and it says, it's okay to kill someone as long as it's in the wrestling ring. It says, it says in something like, in a wrestling ring is the only place that you can kill someone and get away with it. And if you remember that... In the context of the movie throughout, then it works. <laughs> in a way. And it's it's also just like patently untrue. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Murder is still illegal. Murder is still a... murder, even if you if you kill somebody in the wrestling ring. Um, this movie uh, stars 
many great wrestlers such as uh the late great rowdy roddy piper the franchise shane douglas which probably a lot of people have not heard of but yeah i know you guys really haven't i wasn't um, super familiar with him uh, shane douglas was this wrestler who wrestled for he wrestled in wwe for a year as a teacher he was Dean Douglas, the evil teacher. Oh my god! And, um, but he was like, um, but he was always the franchise Shane Douglas, and he was mostly like in ECW, and then he had like a run in WCW, and for the last eighteen years, he's been doing like high school gyms. And this movie. And this movie. Um, there's a there's a bit part with uh, Matt Hardy. Um, and an even smaller bit part with Kurt Angle. And a lot of indie guys. And a lot of indie no guys. I have, have ever heard of. And a gay porn star. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> One of the, the most shocking things for me about this movie is that it came out in 2015. Man, does it not 14. look like it. 14, 14. 2014. I assumed, based on like the cover and the premise, that this was something that came out in like... 2003. Well, I mean, the I mean, yeah, aesthetics like 90, and general misogyny of the movie scream like 2003, 2004. Honestly, yeah, like this is <laughs> this is a movie that I think would be embarrassing by like film school standards. This movie would be embarrassing by porn standards. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, and it it honestly just made me wonder like how they got these people into this movie like shane douglas i get it a little bit but it's like kurt angle and matt hardy really confusing how they ended up in this movie and honestly i could kind of see matt hardy because if you know who matt hardy is he's a very wacky guy he likes doing a lot of wacky shit right but so i could see someone going hey matt you want to do this movie it features zombies and pro wrestling and was this during the tna era for both of them I think Matt was doing some shots for TNA, but he was actually, I think he was an ROH like the year before. This was before the Broken Hardys gimmick. Yeah. This is when he was uh, still, what, Big Money Matt? He was just Matt Hardy or Big Money Matt. Um, But it's, it, like you said, it's weird because he is like such, he's always such like a goofy character. And I was going into this movie expecting like wacky Matt Hardy antics. And there is really none of that. I would say he's one of the the most awkward performances in the in the whole movie. He was almost kind of like a sleaze bag, but he was like right. Well, most of his was, part, most of his part in the movie was was making out and having sex with his real life girlfriend, and now wife, wife yeah. uh, Rebby Sky, which was like really weird and sleazy, unnecessary, unnecessary. Well, yeah, and that's just scratching the surface. The, the thing about the Roddy Piper character for me is we should first mention that it was originally written for Mick Foley. Um, I'm not sure how they would have gotten Mick Foley for this either, and they obviously didn't. And the fact that they got Roddy Piper really just makes me more sad than anything because, like, I know he started wrestling again in his 40s after retiring because he had, like, no money. And it's the, movie, broke. the movie almost mirrors kind of that because he's doing these weird redneck um mudlot independent show shots yeah like right 50s. and he talks about it, he's like yeah well since i was a wrestler and we, we weren't really good at saving money like i still have to do this like he even mentions that in the movie it's which is it's weird sad. i i saw an interview with the director and like it seems like the whole cast was kind of his b choice for casting like 
well, come on. Shane Douglas is definitely not an A choice. Well, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. But, like, he was trying to get Mick Foley to be the Roddy Piper character. There's uh, Charles Rodman. Thomas Rodman. Thomas Dennis Rodman, Rod- yeah. The fake Dennis Rodman. The fake Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Apparently, they were super close to getting Terry Funk in the movie. But instead, really? they had I mean, uh, who's the old guy? Oh, Hacksaw Jim Hacksaw. Duggan. We didn't. We forgot to yeah. mention Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, that was originally going to be Which played I, I by Hacksaw once. They, oh, that, really? that was originally nice going to be played by Terry Funk, but actually they couldn't that get been him. Awesome. I thought that surely, like, if they were going to get like actually recognizable name wrestlers in in this movie, that it would have somewhat of a budget. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Like, this is one of the the worst put-together movies I've ever seen. Every aspect. Let's, let's first off, let's begin with the opening credits with the, the most outrageously bad title image I've ever seen. In a oh, my God. It looked like it was in, like, it was in, like, 144p. It was, yeah, really. Like, it was, like, so pixelated you could barely read it. Was there butt rock playing over the oh, top? Oh, of course, of course. Oh, and the funniest part is it was diegetic butt rock because at one point we see a well, drummer in the background. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? Like the opening, like the, okay, so the opening scene there, like at a high school gym where there's like less than forty people in the crowd, and there's just like a fucking like guy playing the drums in the background. Yeah, it's we the whole. F- credit sequence is like looks like it was shot on somebody's camcorder at just like a a wrestling event in a high school in the middle of nowhere like nebraska or something it was was, Uh, well yeah this the the movie was was in which is very fitting which is very fitting but it's just anything about independent wrestling and like well i guess now we're in north carolina this is kind of the part of the country virginia west virginia it's exactly what you saw in the movie like Uh, there's a there's a lot of wrestlers from north carolina too yeah 30, 40 people, like... And for some reason, uh, fucking Shane Douglas and Roddy Piper and stuff are, like, at this event. But, yeah, it cuts to the, uh, the evil promoter character who just Uh, is the, is Cody Knotts, and his name in the movie is also Cody Knotts. Is that his real, was that his real hair? Uh, ooh, it probably, looks like a wig. It looks bad. It looks it like a really be, bad right? wig. I must feel worse for him if it is his actual hair. He had, to me, he looked like, uh, like pawn shop Peter Jackson. <laughs> like, that was the, the vibe that I was getting off of him. Like, he's kind of, kind of fat. You know, he's got like this sort of shoulder length gray hair, this like little gross like go like mustache and goatee he just looks like peter jackson if peter jackson wasn't a famous filmmaker and ran a pawn shop in west virginia or ran a much show independent wrestling promotion right but yeah in that introductory shot there's just a guy playing drums behind him just like what <laughs> For the fuck? no reason and uh yeah it starts with shane douglas Killing a no, guy. No, 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 because no, you have to give a reason why. Well, yeah, he kills a guy with a tombstone pile driver because he caught the guy making out with his girlfriend, his much, much younger girlfriend and in what, the back. What was this wrestler's name that he murdered? Uh, the they just called him Billy. Billy? You know what his full name was? I caught it. 
What Bru- was it? Brutalizer Billy. Brutalizer <laughs> Billy. Okay. Oh, so yeah, Shane Shane Which is Douglas. The most independent wrestler name. Shane Douglas kills uh, Brutalizer Billy with a tombstone pile driver, um, and that sets the whole chain of events in motion. Brutalizer Billy's inexplicably Irish brother, Angus. I still don't get why he had an does, Irish brother. <laughs> me either, because we hear we hear Billy talk at the beginning, and he's just like an American he's a dude. from dude. West Virginia. Yeah. And, then, and then his brother is like this faux hawk Irish guy with a, too much eyeliner carrying like a cane that has like a panther. You know what it, I actually you know what it was? I think they I think they ripped off a jaguar hood ornament and put it on the end of a cane cuz that's what it looks right. like. Yeah, it definitely looked like that. Um and so the the evil Angus does some sort of black magic ritual to create an army of zombies explicitly for getting revenge on the franchise Shane Douglas. And, and man, that scene too is like really uncomfortable like it's it's very rapey it's very rapey i i immediately checked out like you know if it wasn't for like that it's like, like watching a movie with a family movie, and i'd like, give it like there's a, a sex a much scene the, the build-up to that scene too is so bizarre yeah because she's at like the hospital and she was she's a looking yeah in this little mirror that she has putting on her makeup and it like breaks and the mirror like, shatters. There's smoke coming smoke out of it. Comes out of it. <laughs> yeah, there's just like Never any black smoke pouring out of the mirror, and like you see like a stretcher with like a body on it covered behind her, and you think, oh, it's gonna be a zombie or something. And she goes over to it, and it's just like some guy, and he's like, ah, gotcha, and then runs inside the hospital. So the mirror just doesn't get in. So no. She's Irish Irish Angus like comes teams out up with the out of the parking driver. lot and teams uh, up with Tez Tez, ja- Tez Jaguar Tez Jaguar, <laughs> Tez Jaguar. <laughs> which is a great wrestling name if you ever I, want to use that as a wrestler. Honestly, name. I was so I was so confused by the Tez Jaguar character because like his uniform he looks like a like a rent-a-cop or something. Yeah, you know he's wearing like a rent-a-cop he uniform. Was like a prison it's got bus driver. And it's got, yeah, it's got, like, the name tag on it that says Tez Jaguar, but then, like, later he's driving the bus that takes the wrestlers to the abandoned prison. Honestly, honestly, he can't I, he can't work for the Department of Corrections because the prison is abandoned. There's right. nobody there. Honestly, I thought Tez Jaguar was a used carsman, car salesman. He's very confusing. He's just there <laughs> a few times, and I'm extremely unsure of what his role in the whole thing is. Because a couple of times it seems like he's conspiring with with uh, Angus, but then he gets killed by zombies yeah, when he's well, with Kurt Angle later or something. When, when they get to the the abandoned prison, he like cuts a promo essentially, yeah, saying like unlike wrestling. This, these these are predetermined events. This is a fight for your life. That's not what wrestling is. Yeah, they just got they just got these this like is not what any of these old wrestlers signed up for. They yeah. they didn't sign up to shoot. Yeah, they, they just they got, signed up to have predetermined. If you win and survive, you'll matches. get wealth beyond your wildest imagination. Which they, there was no wealth. Where's Forty whole dollars and a right. buy one get one free coupon to Applebee's. Well, like Angus, Angus came to uh, Cody Knotts to like 
book the show. Yeah. And he and he handed him like and for some reason he wanted to get a bunch of stars. Well, no, he, he yeah he he paid him. He handed him like a stack of like fives. He probably handed him like a hundred and thirty dollars to put together this card. <laughs> and and, I, and I he's just like stars the they could find was he's just like I want Roddy Shane. <laughs> he's like I want Shane Douglas and like some other people, but I mostly just want Shane Douglas. And then the promoter's just like I can get you Roddy Piper. And Matt Hardy and Kurt Angle and Matt Hardy's girlfriend and Matt Hardy's girlfriend <laughs> and it's like well and why? Hacksaw Jim Duggan oh yeah Don't and Hacksaw Jim Duggan I can get this famous play a uh, penthouse playmate why are you getting these people yeah, like like he didn't ask for that he just wants he just wants revenge on on Shane Douglas so they just get all of these other washed up wrestlers and be like yeah you're gonna go do a match in an abandoned prison in West Virginia. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool, 40 bucks? Fuck yeah, I, I, I need beer money. Like, what could go wrong? There's that scene where they're on the way to the prison where they, like, stop at, they're like a truck stop pizzeria or something like that. And, oh, God, uh, I forgot about that. And there's that other girl who, I, what is? There, there is the redhead who was Piper's girlfriend. Right, but and what is what did she get what did she get brought in for? Like she The black haired girl? No, 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 no. The the red haired girl. She's she, just Piper's girlfriend. No, because she she, she met was the marketing person. She met with, with Cody Knott. Really so there's that wine scene That like, scene, yeah, where she also seems really into it and it's really uncomfortable but, because like she's having to interact with the guy who wrote this. And it's uh, and she's like just making all of these like really gross sexual innuendos, and he's like getting really handsy with her, yeah, and yeah, and he's right. and she's like she's like, do you want me it on was, the team? I think it was a play on like kind of the there's like old stories. It's kind of like the same thing like with like Hollywood producers directors were like the wine yeah, scene, like the wine yeah, scene, yeah. like the casting couch kind of thing. Like oh, you need to kind of. Like I guess wrestling uh, promoters used to do that, even though I don't really think they did. No, it's I'm it's, sure some of them did. It's but. super, it's super sleazy and gross, and I don't understand like what her character's purpose is, other than to become Roddy Piper's love interest, even though she's like 25 years younger than him. <laughs> Shane Douglas's girlfriend like throws a drink on her in the truck stop pizzeria. So then Roddy Piper just like spits on her, spits in her face. <laughs> yeah, Roddy like, Piper. Just, like, I sat down. Like I remember, I remember stopping during the movie and being like, "I came here for wrestlers versus zombies," and instead I get like Roddy Piper spitting in a woman's face. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck am I watching? What is this I movie? know, man. I. Pff, I I already knew that we were in for a bad time at that point, but like after that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, also, is... if you like, Rough. as far as the dialogue in this film, like think of WWE dialogue, but ten times worse. Oh yeah, somehow, like, ten times yeah. somehow. Like, I didn't think it could be done, but no, it is. And and it's all like pretty much the entire movie is ADR'd really badly. Yes. Why, why did why every single time um, the director's character talk 
He only came out through like the oh, last yeah. like, speaker. We were listening to his surround sound, and for some reason, Cody Knotts was the only person who was mixed in such a way that he was only coming out of the left channel. Every other character was mixed stereo, and it wasn't in just one scene. It was every scene that Cody was Knotts was talked. in. Every time he talked, just his voice was coming out of the left channel. Just one of many just baffling decisions. The cinematographer is also the guy who edited, and I think the cinematography and the editing are maybe the two worst things about the movie. Oh, yeah. Most of the movie is, like, they use single-source lighting in a horror movie, and it's just all so dark, you can't tell what's going on. There's a lot of shit that happens outside later, like in the woods, in like a park, and it's very obvious that they lit it just like somebody pulled their car up and turned the headlights on. Like, there's no backlighting at all. It all looks like shit. It's all all the dark stuff, like the ISO is cranked way up, so it's super grainy, and there's just jump cuts all over the place. I was gonna say, there's a jump cut every ten seconds. There's just jump cuts all over the place. Like, I can't can't believe really 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 bad and apparently the redheaded chick the who's roddy piper's love interest was like the cinematographer's like teacher apparently she's like the front runner for to be pennsylvania's next governor too is what i heard right which is really (laughs) bizarre i don't know how she's ever gonna win that race when this movie exists all her campaign opponent has to do is point to this movie (laughs) and be like is this really who you want to be the governor of pennsylvania Uh, i rest my case i rest my yeah just 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 pipers just run just just run uh an ad where they just play this movie beginning to end on tv and at the end the the opponent is just like I'm such and such, and I approve this message. <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. Character Ooh, I like. happens. The amateur wrestler with with dreads. Who? Oh, the parkour who guy. Did, who did it? The parkour guy with oh, the the, what the was, weaves. Who was called the jobber throughout the film? Yeah, who did all the parkour stuff? I liked him. Yeah, the goofy ass <laughs> name I too. Wrestling name. I can't remember it though. Facade. 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 Oh. Facade. Facade. The the parkour guy, Facade. Facade. For some reason, like, in this movie, Shane Douglas is, is, like, a homicidal maniac. Like, he just keeps abandoning his friends to be killed by the zombies for literally no reason. He and fucking Jim Duggan are, like, running down a hallway, and they're, like, well ahead of the zombies. Shane Douglas just like locks uh Hacksaw Jim Duggan out of the of the room for no reason. Like they had no plenty of dick. they had plenty of time for both of them to get in the room and Shane Douglas just locks him out and so Jim Duggan dies and then he locks Facade out of a room and he's like jobbers always die or something like that which like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah but then facade uses his parkour to escape which is really good because it's it's he's not very good at parkour but they they treat it like he's extremely good at parkour which is the best part honestly it's weird man like shane douglas is played up like the hero in like a solid amount of the first half of the movie his tone is like there's a point where He's he at, turns heel halfway through the well, movie. He's like he's, at this his, is always a dick. 
there's a weird point where he's like at his house with his family. Oh yeah, oh, like God. talking about he, how he's gonna go back. What the for, hell was up with the whole family <laughs> thing too? Like that had no payoff. He's that gonna go back no into the ring for one last match, and his family's like, "No, don't do it." And he has like an eight-year-old nephew or something. Yeah, he's like arm wrestling with his nephew, and then he goes outside for like two minutes, and he goes back inside, and the whole family has been killed by zombies just out of nowhere. I won't say it, it, it's for no reason, because at the end, where they have the fight scene in the parking lot, they have each one of his family <laughs> members individually come at him like as a zombie, and he has to kill them one by one. Speaking of, I think we can summarize about the majority of the zombie fight scenes in this it film. It was like as... a kung fu movie where they just came at the wrestlers one at a time. One at a time. Exactly. Yeah. They're all one at a time zombies. I will say, one of my favorite parts of this movie is seeing people use wrestling moves like to Lucha. kill zombies. <laughs> yeah, like, I did think that oh, yeah, was pretty fun. Like, Self-defense Lucha. Where it didn't work for me is that they were also doing, like, wrestling punches on the zombies, which n- naturally look really fake as it is when they're, like, hitting because each the other. Only, the only three people who were good at throwing punches in that movie was Piper... Douglas and Hacksaw. Well, there's Matt Hardy threw some really bad, really bad punches, punches in that movie. There's one part where Roddy Piper like beats a zombie to death with like a pot. I was reading that apparently when he did that, he gave the guy a concussion with the pot because <laughs> he was actually just bashing him over the head. And uh, the, it put the guy in the hospital and they went to, like, the crew went to, like, visit him in the hospital and they gave him the pot as a souvenir. <laughs> like, here's here's a pot. You can hold on to it and say that Roddy Piper gave you a concussion with you. it. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, honestly, the wrestlers fighting zombies stuff was... Not as fun as it as it could have been. There was, were moments okay, okay, of greatness. There was, there with was it. three good. There was three good things about this movie, and it all involved the fighting scenes. There was true. Okay, there was Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt, Kurt Angle was brought in after all the wrestlers were brought in for some reason, and he ran to some zombies as like a special appearance. And so he started suplexing a bunch of zombies and doing his Kurt Angle thing, and then he. Got a zombie in the ankle lock yes. and twisted the ankle and ripped his ripped leg his and foot, foot off. off. And yeah, then he beat that the fuck awesome. out of another zombie with the torn off. That was dope. Foot. That was one of the uh, the high points. The, the second one was was the gay uh, porn star wrestler. He was. They were was, all running in the hallway. Was that the and one? He was fighting through. He was like the really tall guy with like the ricochet chest tattoo and the and the gold shorts with the hole in his ass. He had the hole in his ass. That like, makes sense. They were they were all running in the hallway. He's like, I, I will stay back and fight. And then, like he took a zombie <laughs> over his head and like ripped it in half. That like, was all fun the blood too. and like dope. shit like fall on his head and shit. That was, was maybe cool. the best effects of the movie. Like <laughs> most of the blood and guts are just like very obviously like corn syrup and like red jello and stuff. But the part where he ripped the zombie in half, it yeah. looked like they actually they might have actually gotten some like pig intestines or something. They spent all of their effects budget on that one <laughs> shot. The other, the other guy, uh, it wasn't the the gay porn star guy, was it? Who's just like holding the door closed, and he tells them, he's like, "Go, I got this." It was the, por- it was the porn. It star. was him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, "Go, I got this." And uh, and Roddy Piper's like, "Yeah, you got this." And they leave, and then <laughs> the door immediately bursts open, and he just gets killed by the <laughs> zombies. <laughs> 
Okay, also, let's take a second to mention the other promoter guy, like J- the Joe Dirt-looking guy. Yeah. And, like, the, the really scrawny dude in, like, the baggy blue suit with, like, the nasty mullet oh. and the little and the little mustache. And that the, the red-headed chick just fucks him for literally no reason. I was about to say, like, oh, man, I was about to say, like so why did they just go in, like, a broom closet for, like, no reason besides yeah. the fuck? But it was just, like, she literally showed up. They saw each other and then they just went in the fucking closet and then they nothing. never well, saw yeah, them she, she out, said they were just like out for no nothing reason. Nothing is more erotic than Joe Dirt after She all. well I don't remember exactly what happened, but she was like, Let me make it up to you. Like she had done something wrong. Oh no 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 no. no. I remember exactly okay, what right, it was. Right. Like they walk into the room and she's like Oh fuck! Blood on the floor. Ah, oh, gee, y'all. That's oh, right. That's blood. right. That's right. And then, like, and she, like, she puts her finger in it, which also, like, what the fuck? And then he walks he's up like, and puts his finger in and he's it. He's like, "This is just corn and syrup." And he tastes like, it, freaking out. And she's like, "Oh, sorry, I freaked out over seeing blood on the floor. Let me make it up to you by fucking you in this in closet. the broom in the broom like, closet. No, yeah. doesn't make any sense no. at all. No, and it's just, awful. They just did it to do it. Like, yeah." It's yeah, it's it's gross. Like, she didn't it's, do anything wrong. Like, why is she making it up to him? Like, no, exactly. Makes sense about that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's totally Ugh. broken, stupid, creepy logic. It, I I didn't like that part either. My problem with like the fighting stuff is like there are a few really fun moments, like you mentioned, but a lot of it was just like zombies running at them one at a time and like whacking them with like a crowbar or the redheaded chick had like a really dull machete and then it's like they get out of the prison at the end with and they butt go rock to playing in the background and, yeah well, oh my god we'll get to we'll, the, we'll, we'll get, get to, the, to we'll that. get to the butt we'll. rock we'll get to the butt rock but they they go to the the park at the end and there's just like this incredibly extended fight scene where it just alternates between there being like a million zombies and there being like two zombies. It's like, there'll be like a wide shot of like all these zombies running through the park and then it'll cut to the wrestlers and there's like one zombie coming at them and they beat that (laughs) zombie up and then there's another one and then they cut to another wide shot and there's fucking Angus with his hood ornament cane and he's just got like a mob of zombies behind him and they cut to the wrestlers and they're beating up, like, one zombie. Or, like, they would charge through, like, a crowd of zombies, and, like, they would just be slowly going through it as they're, like, hitting zombies on each side, but it looked so, like... It looked really bad. Yeah, it looked like shit. This movie has some of the weirdest editing I've seen in a while. Like, we should emphasize that it was done by the same guy who did the cinematography, which was also awful, but, like, this movie had the some of the most bizarre cuts this editor had no understanding of continuity editing whatsoever like the the cuts do not make any sense yeah, i mean there's like one shot where like a character has blood like like roddy piper has blood all over his face then it cuts back to it and, and he just doesn't yeah there's just yeah. like so many continuity errors so many jump cuts just like so fucking many jump cuts I don't know how how they let this person both shoot and edit this film. If I was well, Co- I, I, I have an idea why. <laughs> if I was Cody Knotts, if I was Cody Knotts, I would like see what this dude is doing and be like, okay, I'm sorry, this is too bad. Like we need to hire somebody else. Like first year film students are better shooters and editors. Yeah, I've seen than student this guy. films that were shot and edited better than this yeah. movie by far. My student films were shot and edited better than this movie. Like, it is 
so unbelievably bad. It's like the production value is is truly that of like a Neil Breen film. It gave me super like hard double down vibes, not because the movies have anything to do with each other, but just how like bafflingly well, bad they are. Specifically, there's one scene where a guy is watching like yeah. a CC camera footage of like one of the wrestlers getting mauled. Yeah. And it's obvious that the TV is, is off, off the whole time. And yeah. it's like, this is straight up just Neil Breen shit. Right. right it's here. like in Double Down where he's like working on multiple laptops that are all turned off. Like, <laughs> it, it gave me those same kind of vibes where it's just like somebody who really thought that they were making a great film who just has no understanding of filmmaking whatsoever. It it has that same kind of sincerity, which I will say does make it charming to a certain extent in how bad it is because it does have that sincerity of like them trying to make a a good movie and just like failing. Honestly, if it wasn't for the misogyny, I would have been totally fine with it. Yeah, I feel the same way, Cleve. Like, it's the creepiness that takes the the points off of me. Molestation and like... Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, like, I would be so on board. Like, I would have been like, oh, yeah, it's like The Room with wrestling. Like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Do we we mention this movie was made in 2014? (laughs) Not 2004, not 1994, 2014. Yeah. Yeah, and like, it's so skeezy. You mentioned Tease, like the fight scenes are kind of just boring. They get like, they get monotonous because it's, it's weird very, how it's just very repetitive. Yeah. Like, Even though yeah. this movie is an hour and a half, by the end of it, it felt like three oh, hours yeah. at least. We were all checking our watches. I felt like I watched a WWE three hour. Well, yeah, because it's like that. it's like the all the fights become so samey, and at the end they try to inject like all of these, like, really sickly, sweet, sentimental moments. Like, there's that really bad one where they're in the woods and the red-headed chick is like, Roddy, are we gonna make it through this? He's like, he's like, hey, pretty lady, it's not about getting knocked down. It's about getting back up again. That's all that really matters. It's like that is has nothing to do with what she asked. That has nothing to do with it. And then immediately after that, it cuts to like an American flag. Oh, oh my god! The American flag at the end what when they a, finally an amazing finale. when they finally defeat uh, evil Angus. Which what a what a final boss battle that was. <laughs> it was just Roddy. It was like him attacking Piper. Piper took his cane, beat the fuck out of them, and then all like the choked died. him out. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then all. Got the finale of him standing with the the American flag behind him, which we obviously stood up and we all saluted. Yeah, yeah. Why, no, know? like I like you, you do. To. You have to, you know, if you you know. Grace. <laughs> okay, well, no, we'll get all right. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the music. Uh, the 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 entire the entire soundtrack of the film is like all butt rock, primo. 2012 butt rock and i'm pretty sure there were buddies there were college buddies of the directors okay like well that. yeah that's There's that's a band all, called like the dead in five dead in five and then there was another band i i can't remember what they were called but we we watched the credits and we saw that all of the music 
was by two different bands and each one and they had like song titles that like related to the movie they were all written and performed specifically for specifically this specifically for this film and each band had like between like 10 and 14 tracks so they recorded they wrote and recorded two entire albums worth of butt rock just to score this one hour and a half wrestlers versus zombies movie yeah, oh, well, and speaking like, of those titles, though, we have to bring up the one that really freaked me out. Like, because I, I caught the <laughs> lyric for it, like, while it was playing, and I was like, is he saying what I think he's saying? And what was it? It was, um, it's the, the final, final solution. solution. Yeah, yeah, there's like, it's the final solution. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. He's not saying final solution, is he? Like, yeah. yes. And yes, like, he was. He absolutely yes, he was uh, saying it final reminds solution. Me of, there's a part in Party Down, I think it's in the second season. Where they accidentally write a really racist song to perform <laughs> at weddings, but they don't realize it's racist. That gave me hardcore yeah. similar vibes. But oh man, the lyricism in these songs oh, was. Oh, okay. There's only one that I remember, but there's one where uh, it's it's a montage of like the redheaded chick like killing zombies with a machete, and the song is saying something to the extent of uh, "She was built for speed. She was built for me." <laughs> well, like a line or two later, they're like, "She's like a Jaeger bomb." Yes. yes. Oh yes. yes. She's like a Jaeger bomb. In in a movie like this, I wouldn't I wouldn't even mind some butt rock just because like so many wrestlers entrance yeah, music is just is just butt rock, you know, like so many wrestlers come out to butt rock. I mean Disturbed was like one of the stock artists. Oh yeah, well NXT. no Disturbed did us they they used a fucking disturbed song for they the They still use a Shinedown song for Raw. For NXT Takeover. Yeah, that's right. They do still use that and but this before is before that this it was is, Papa Roach who did the raw song. This is a, <laughs> this is not. We should we should uh, emphasize that the WWE had nothing to do with yes, this film. Yes, this was not a WWE this, production. This, this is, is actually, no was, Marine Six. It's no Marine this Six. Is, I don't think I don't think wrestling had to do with it. But besides the fact that there was wrestlers in it, right? Like this movie was funded by a Kickstarter. And like some of, the, I think some wrestlers paid for it too. Yeah, like, to I man, made, like, which I feel bad for whoever. I feel bad for. That. I just feel bad for all the wrestlers who are in this, but most yeah. particularly Besides Roddy, Kurt. Kurt was awesome. Yeah, no, Kurt was great. <laughs> Kurt and, stole the show. And like, yeah. realistically, like Kurt showed up for probably like three hours of like they. I read and that they, they just said they probably just told him kick some of these zombies' asses, and then you're going to be a zombie. I, I read like, that they that they shot this movie in like 16 days. And Roddy Piper and Shane Douglas were on set for 13 of the 16 days. Uh, I just I just feel so bad for Roddy Piper because, like, he died, like, a year after this. And, like... And he that wasn't was, noticeably in rough shape, but he was in really but the, bad shape but the at fact, that time. And also the fact that he was in this movie, like, that he needed the money bad enough at the end of his life that he had to be in fucking pro wrestlers versus zombies. Matt Hardy, I can see a little bit because, like... 
That was a few years ago, and he was go- doing a lot of drugs and shit. And he was like, actually he was actually clean at this. Oh, point. was he clean yeah. at that point? But still, like that was that was before like Matt Hardy's like real resurgence with like the well, the broken and can, gimmick and well, stuff like that. Yeah, if you look at the broken thing, I could totally see someone's going up to Matt Hardy's like, "Hey, you want to do this pro wrestler versus zombie movie?" And he would just like it would totally be something in Matt well, Hardy's wheelhouse, like, and like because he just likes doing wacky. And I can like, see in time frame twenty four. 14 or so was like peak walking dead you know yeah that, that's very true like this was zombies when were popular zombie madness yeah. was full swing what i will the say makeup too, effects are shit all of the zombies oh just look like the one exception Dennis. is i thought kurt angle zombie zombie kurt was awesome decent he looked you know? yeah he looked decent with the like torn skin Scalp? on yeah his, yeah no he looked okay he wasn't in enough of it but all of the other zombies looked like shit. They just looked like... Zombie Hacksaw was alright, too. Yeah, that was okay as well. When um, I was watching the interview with the director, he was t- uh, talking about how him and Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, got in, like, verbal argument on set. Can't imagine and, why. And uh, at one point, they just got, like, in each other's faces in, like, a screaming match. And... Later that day, Roddy pulled the director aside and was like, yeah, now the rest of the crew respects you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, my God. <laughs> they fucking worked the crew yeah. into respecting the director. Oh, the fucking Roddy, fucking Roddy did the job to the director. Yeah. <laughs> so the crew would respect him. Yeah, that's, that's so that sad. Is, that is a professional right there. That's a professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Right? You can say one thing. That's getting of, someone over, I guess. You can say a lot about, uh, yeah. You can say a lot about Roddy Piper, but you he's can a never say yeah, he's a fucking professional, man. Like seriously, R.I.P. His fucking couple of appearances and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Which are, is the only thing I knew him from. Yeah. Are my fucking favorite shit. Like he's his character on that show is one of my favorites. The the maniac, the legitimately insane wrestler. <laughs> yeah, just like all of his in ring work was so great, and he's so good. And they live and it's it's just it's sad to see him at like the end of his life and his career because this was fucking like, pro wrestler this was like one of the zombies. last things he did besides yeah. he had a podcast and he did a, he did like i think like 10 or 12 episodes of his podcast but like this is like the last major like on camera thing that he did in his life yeah it's really sad. Oh, the one more thing on the butt rock note. The, at the very end, <laughs> Cleveland had a, a really great moment uh, during the credits. There was some other music playing like during the credits. And right as it's fading out, like Cleveland had been in the bathroom and he walks back in. He's like, and the next song is going to be a butt rock song. And right as he says that, a butt rock cover of Amazing Grace starts <laughs> oh playing. Oh my god, it was incredible. Amazing that was awesome. Grace! My favorite part. Like metal screams underneath <laughs> it. Like And then after that they rounded it all out with a butt rock cover of Black Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the the credits were like twenty minutes long. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. How did, it's I think it's just because they credited everybody who donated to the Kickstarter, which I mean I guess and they like, credited like you're supposed every to do. single extra, which I Oh my guess god, there was it was so long. They had play zombies and like crowd members and it was so fucking long. The credits went on for 
yeah, probably like twenty minutes. They had to pad out that. How, length. how are there? How are there so many people who worked on this fucking movie? That's, honestly, like it's that's, so bad. I saw, I'm like, there's no fucking way they had this many people under like that. They were paying some kind of money or compensation to be in this film. Well, they There's paid no it way. in that credit. It's cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they credited. They did credit at the end they who provided the, the cigarettes. John's, they credited Papa John's in West Virginia and the guy who provided the cigarettes. <laughs> Probably to Roddy Piper. <laughs> oh my God! Fucking amazing. Legendary. This this film is a very mixed bag because there are a lot of really fun moments because of how bad it is, but. In the end, it's just so fucking boring. Like, I don't think I would be enthusiastic to go back and rewatch this movie. Mm. Not like I would yeah. for not like I would for something after, like The Room or Double two, Down. After like two zombie fight scenes, it was all right. But then after like you had like maybe like twelve more f- zombie fight scenes, and it just got really yeah. Weird. If got, I, it honestly, really I was out when Kurt Angle died and his zombie died. I, I would probably. If I, I was done after the Matt Hardy zombie fight Yeah, scene. that's what I was going to say. I, after, that was when I tapped out. If I watched this again, I would probably turn it off like after, when they got after to the, the Matt woods, Hardy fight. When they got to the woods, that was like it, was, it got too much because it just wouldn't so end. So many false it finishes. Just wouldn't end. Yeah, like, it just wouldn't fuck. fucking stop. Can we also briefly talk about how when Angus does the ritual at the beginning, after he he like kidnaps that lady and like fondles her oh, that's never explained. And, and cuts her and cuts her heart out and eats it and then he like looks into the mirror and this, there's dude. there's this it, it there's not. this old no there's all of a sudden this old guy who's like just in the mirror who's like looking out at billy he's like he's like excellent now you can avenge your brother billy <laughs> and he's never seen again in the rest of the movie well he has seen one more time at the very very end there's like a there's like a flash cut when billy is dying like you see angus. like his, you or yeah you angus is dying you like see that dude's face but like well no who is like, he well then during like the the shitty nighttime fight scene remember like he's like the, the, the villain is like, I need more help. And then you hear his voice and he's like, yes, then you should be granted. And then and then that's oh, when the, uh, yeah. the, the, uh, the Civil War zombies come up. And they put <laughs> big air quotes on that. I forgot about because the Civil Because they're wearing War blue jeans. So my excuse for it was that they're Civil War reenactor zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently when they were filming that scene in the park, it was like, 35 degrees and like oh yeah pennsylvania yeah well no west West virginia Virginia, but uh apparently i think it was shane douglas got like really sick like after phil well he was he was wearing a t-shirt and like his wrestling oh yeah they were they were all which i'm pretty sure were his what was the same like the exact same shirt and the exact same wrestling tights that he wore in the nineties. They were they because were all wore, like pretty. They're all like pretty scantily clad. Like Roddy Piper was wearing like a leather, jacket, a leather jacket and jeans, yeah. but like Shane Douglas was wearing his tights and a t shirt. The Hacksaw uh, was in his full tights. Like he was, Hacksaw was yeah. in his full tights, but he was he wasn't at the park. He, he no, got yeah, killed he in just, the prison. Yeah. But like the redheaded chick, like was wearing like a sleeveless like blazer like she ripped the sleeves off of her blazer and she had like that that skirt that was like torn up the sides like it was fucking it must have been fucking cold and yeah apparently shane douglas got really fucking sick like after after filming that he got like an infection or something for having to be out there in the cold filming that and it's like for what for that like 
getting getting that sick and like having to go to the hospital for that embarrassing it's an embarrassment y'all want to rate this yeah i just want to i just want to say one thing they missed though so when they when they first get to the prison there's a there's a band that's setting up that's right and all of a sudden like out of nowhere like a bunch of zombies just attack the band and i'm like okay if the if the band comes back as zombies and they're playing this movie will be awesome and there was no zombie musicians yeah. I was so disappointed. I'm taking off a, a point just for that. <laughs> well, that, that, is, that actually does bring up a good point. Uh, and something that I mentioned while we were watching it is that, and there's one other moment where they had a chance to be, like, really clever and they didn't just because they're not smart enough. Like, when Hacksaw Jim Duggan is introduced, he's just, like, at the prison when they get there. He's already there. And he's reason. got, like, a two-by-four with, like, a glove on it and he, like, waves it at Roddy Piper and, you know, they, like, go and talk. And then he becomes a zombie later and Roddy Piper finds him and he's like gnawing on like a like an arm. And I thought for sure they were going to have him like take the arm and like wave at Roddy Piper with it and have it be like a callback to when he's first introduced. And they they didn't No. <laughs> They missed a lot of things. They they just missed multiple that and the fucking zombie like, band. If that, you're doing, if you're doing a movie called Pro Wrestling versus Zombies, you had to go full fuck. Just go full fucking in. That like, scene where Hacksaw got killed gave me hardcore of mice and men vibes. <laughs> so, like honestly, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> having to put down Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They did treat it very similarly. Uh, they they treated it like Roddy Piper was was putting down a a big a big simple boy. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's, let's rate it. I guess I'll start. I I was I was unsure whether I was going to give this one a serious or an ironic rating because like. So a lot of times, like, I really enjoy bad movies, so I can't, I feel bad giving them, like, shitty ratings, but honestly, like, I think this is one of those movies where you can really catch the highlights on YouTube, find the few moments that are worth watching. I, I can't really say I recommend it as a whole. It's just too much of a mess, and, like, it's super sleazy, and, like, the, the creepy, rapey, misogynistic stuff uh, is, is really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, Yikes. how unnecessary, how badly done the movie is is just distracting. So I, I can't give it an ironic rating. I gotta give it an honest rating. I'm gonna give it a one and a half out of five pods. Can't really recommend <laughs> this one. Same for me. 1.5. Like, yeah, the misogyny really fucking killed it yeah. for me. Like, otherwise, like, I could have had a better time. Like, I, I could have got a better, high, a higher rating from me. Since this is wrestling, I'm going to use the star rating. Okay. And I'm going to give this movie, <laughs> minus all the stars in the universe, and keep in mind the universe is infinite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, if I found this movie completely irredeemable, I would just give it a half star. But, like... I don't find it completely irredeemable. No, me like either. the Kurt Angle stuff is fun. I love the scene where he ankle locks the, rips his leg yeah, off. Yeah, and rips the leg off and be that's super <laughs> fun. And there's a couple of really fun things and fun moments in this movie. But as a whole, I totally agree with you guys. Like it's weirdly super misogynistic and like 
It's boring. Bore. That's the biggest thing. Like, I don't mind low-budget stuff. There's a lot of downtime. It was very trauma-esque at times, but, like, at least trauma can be batshit and fun, you know? like. Yeah, the the greatest sin I think just about any movie can can make is being boring. Yeah, like and bad bad can be redeemable if it's fun, but you can't redeem boring. A hundred percent. And for that reason, I'm gonna you know just mirror everyone else and give it a one and a half. I think like catch the clips on YouTube because yeah. it's fun, but like don't feel obligated to watch the whole movie yeah. an hour and a half your life on this thing yeah no it, it's not worth it um I'm, i mean i'm sure all the copies are buried in the middle of the desert somewhere right i was gonna to say like you might enjoy this movie if you like really <laughs> like butt rock you know you might get something out of it but yeah like youtube catch catch the highlights the fun stuff leave the rest if you it's, can find that kurt angle scene then i I I'm sure. That scene on YouTube. I bet if I bet if you go on YouTube and look up pro wrestlers versus zombies, Kurt Angle, he's in the movie for like maybe three minutes total, if that. Like you can get definitely find and the part def- that he's that's in. for me. That's where the movie. This best part. This the best part. Yeah, movie yeah. No, no, no. I I agree. Is Kurt Angle's little cameo? Um, okay, yeah. That'll be. That's a unanimous one and a half out of five pods for pro wrestlers versus zombies. We do have a sponsor this week. Oh, I we believe. do have a sponsor. Yeah. So, this episode was brought to you by, uh, Frample and Sons Pet Rocks. Frample's Rocks. They're rocks for your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Butt Rocks. (laughs) Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Yeah, so next week our episode is going to be on Pet Cemetery, an original versus remake, where we'll be talking about the 1989 version, <laughs> and we'll be going to see the brand new uh, adaptation that just came out. Um, so that's going to be exciting. I really like the original Pet Cemetery. I have never seen it. And so. I'm very excited for the new movie because it looks dope. So I'm hoping that next week's episode will be uh, a little bit more positive than this one. But fuck it, baby. It's WrestleMania weekend, biatch. Um, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, and uh, yeah. Brock Lesnar for Universal Champion for the rest of my existence. Fuck, no, fuck Brock Lesnar. By the time this episode comes out, WrestleMania will be over, I will know. But... And Brock Lesnar will still be champion. One of my no, favorite tweets of all time uh, is, welcome, uh, it, it was someone on Twitter being like, welcome to Twitter, here's your co- uh, copy of the Communist Manifesto and a season pass to Raw for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I would take it. <laughs> Yeah, so if you like the show, speaking of Twitter, um, you can follow us on Twitter at PodPeoplePod. If you want to hear us do more of this stuff, then uh, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice rating and review, hit those five stars, leave us uh, a little blurb or something, Um, you know, do the thing. Follow us on Letterboxd, you know that whole spiel. You can follow me on Twitter at MrVanAwesome. I'm at MrSheets. If you like to see wacky wrestling tweets, because I don't do a lot of horror stuff, my Twitter handle is infinite underscore Quinn with one N. Do you want to plug your uh, the writing and stuff you do as well? Oh yeah, if you're uh, if you're a fan of Wisconsin sports, specifically the Green Bay Packers, Milwaukee Bucks, um, 
Milwaukee Brewers. You could check out some. I actually do some wrestling writing as well. You could check me out at uh, CreamCityCentral.com. All one word, lowercase. All right. Hell yeah. Cleve? Uh, it's Stairs Back this week going to ECGC. Yeah, when this episode drops, uh, mm-hmm. it is a few days before ECGC. If you're, in the North, if you're in the North Carolina area, uh, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, um, swing through uh, ECGC. We're going to be in the Indie Alley uh, mm-hmm. rocking it out. We're going to be uh, doing a whole cult thing. We're really excited. we got our hood shipped in today. It's going to be fun. We're really going to get cult in and out. Um, uh, and we, we're going to have a demo of the game, too, so you can finally play it. Stairs back, which we've been repping for uh, yep, fucking yep, months yep. now. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah if super you, excited. If you come find us at ECGC and you uh, mention that you listen to the podcast, we'll toss we'll toss you a little something nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we'll have, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you something. So uh, Big old hug for if me. You're, if you're a fan of the show and... Uh, a fan of video games and stuff, come come out and support us at ECGC. Or if you can't come yourself, but you have friends in the area who might want to uh, check that send out. Send them to yeah, us. Send them, send them, them our way. Um, For more information on that, you can always follow the Light Arc Studios on Twitter. Or Studio on Twitter. Uh, check us out. And uh, my art station, uh, Cleveland Mosier and or Iron Prism. Yep, that's right. All right, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you, Quinn, for joining us again. It was good to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for uh, turning us on to this this fucking shit show of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep in mind, I, I suggested this film to watch for all of us. This well, is my fault. I, I had heard of it before as well, so when you suggested it, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, but, you know, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's rare that... Our our loves of horror and wrestling get to overlap, so uh, it's we, such a shitty film. It's such a shitty film, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, it's 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 fun to talk about. It had about. its moments. Yeah, it had its moments. All right, uh, yeah, check back next week for uh, Pet Cemetery. Come check us out at ECGC next week. Uh, you know the drill. Bye. <laughs>